going on, Rotor Grinders? Dean here at Dean 7904 if you want to get all technical on me. It is 402 on the East Coast, 102 on the West Coast, 302 Tennessee time, which of course we just time for the flagship show here at Rotor Grinders. It is called Grinders Live. It's sponsored by Fantasy Draft. And joining me today, it's uh, let's have Grant's bat lead off. Grant, what's going on, dude? How's a we're on a weird time, man. It's a funky day. Yeah, it's a real weird day. We already had the morning slate. We got a weird three-game basketball slate. We have a weird four-game or three-game or whatever game, depending on half. I mean, it depends on what site you're on. It's either three or four game. It's a super weird day for sports. Um, and apparently, a 12-game NHL slate for everyone who cares about that. All, <laughs> all two of them, Pepsi and Bugs. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's a weird day. It's a weird slate for everything. Basketball's almost over. I'm just talking for a long period of time because I don't know how we're going to fill the time for the show other than talking about pudding. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's the end of it. <laughs> that takes you a peek behind the curtain. That, our, our pre-show conversation was like 80% pudding or so, give or take. Uh, yeah, we're on for, a, well, we'll be on for at least an hour. I assume just an hour because you talk about stretching and filling time. We can do it. Challenge accepted, but uh, you know, the next show that comes on will be, it's, it's just crunch time. Uh, you got Roth and Cardi talking baseball, 5.30 Eastern time, all the way up the lock there. Uh, that's DK lock, not fast draft lock, because DK added the, they have the, the, the fourth game, which starts at 6 o'clock on the East Coast. Uh, and the regular slate for fast draft and for Vandal is uh, 7 p.m. on the East Coast. And then after that, it's a three-game bas- three basketball slate that's 7.30 uh, as far as crunch time. You got Meansy and Roth working double duty. Uh, Roth, of course, knocking out some weather for the baseball as well. If anything's lurking out there, Grant, I want you to talk again because uh, you know about. Uh, I just dropped the link in chat. We'll drop it in there again. What's going down with the sharp side app? There's a, a contest, and uh, you, you know more about this than I do, so I'm going to yield to you. Yeah, if you don't know about SharpSide, it is the tender of sports betting. Don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but I've got to keep doing it. Uh, you swipe left, you swipe right, you swipe and make picks on your favorite games, props, overs, unders, total everything, um, and. We are currently running a streak contest. No, you do not take your clothes off and run to the quads. You make bets and you lock them in. There's a lock button there. You can have one lock bet at a time. Longest streak during the time frame set, which I believe is April 12th to the 22nd, April 22nd to May 2nd, and May 2nd until whenever. You get the longest streak and you have a shot at winning either 500 or 1,000 FanDuel credits here. So go on there. Make your bets. Become the handicapper of the month and win some free FanDuel credits. I say nothing in life is free. This is free. Free money if you win. you got to be the best. Good luck, everyone. I just uh, went ahead and dropped that link here in chat. Now, that's the main chat, the Rotor Grinders chat. I'm sure so many of y'all out there are on the Periscope. You guys are on the YouTube. If you're watching us on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. If you guys are asking questions throughout the show on YouTube, our fabulous multitasking producer, the D-Train, Devin will copy and paste him and fire him at the, at the end of the show. We're definitely going to have plenty of time. To, to you know, to answer all the questions there uh, on YouTube, our regular questions here in the Rotor Grunners chat as well. And uh, now we just spawned a, a conversation in the RG chat, Grant. As far as uh, they were, they're basically power ranking puddings. Uh, butterscotch or tapioca? You have a hard, you have a hard take on this? Butterscotch. I love butterscotch. Everything. I don't know why. I thought that was only like seven. Like grandmas love butterscotch. Is that like, that's like an acquired taste? But I guess that's my main clientele. Oh, fair. We all have her. <laughs> With that note, a seamless segue. Let's bring in a one Pepsi Seven. You might remember such things as well. I was going to say hockey, but you did not do a hockey show earlier today. Uh, are you willing, if the people are out there, if there is a demand, you know, will you answer hockey questions during the uh, question and answer session? 
Absolutely. I'm fully NHL prepared. I'm playing a little NHL tonight, which actually might be the last night. Uh, the season ends on Sunday and uh, probably the last night to have some tournaments here. I got uh, some MLB afternoon play, MLB evening play. I got like 30 tabs open this time of year. It's crazy. But D, my biggest concern is, did somebody break into Grant's room? Is he safe? And is somebody going to come in one of those closet doors on him? I mean, I'm a little bit nervous about that. Well, you don't Can't do lazy behind the curtain. Can't lazy behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> Desecrating the flag there. What are you doing, Grant? Um, I don't think it's technically a flag. Maybe yeah. it is. Yeah, it is actually a flag. You're always in a different location, it seems, no matter what show you're on. But I think you're actually home now. Is this? Is it parts unknown? Where are we at? Uh, I'm back home in Denver. I've been back home for a few days, and I have two separate offices, depending on where there is a screaming baby. So I'm in one of them <laughs> without my backdrop uh, set up. But yeah, yeah, this is this is my humble abode right here. All right, uh, let's dive in. Let's talk baseball. And again, well, you know, during the question and answer session, we'll talk about basketball too. But it's really really difficult to not know because basketball is completely up in the air and everything's sort of questionable. We don't know what's going down as far as Philly, as far as uh, multiple body parts. Uh, I did not make a list of body parts, but again, if that comes up, we will we'll be happy to answer basketball questions as well. Myself and Grant and Pepsi's all over the hockey, and of course, we'll all answer the baseball questions. Uh, it's a three-game slate on two of the three uh, sites on Fanstrap on Fanduel uh, tonight. DK, uh, well, Pepsi, <laughs> give me this screenshot of this slate. Like, uh, you know, for me, again, it depends again which slate we're talking about—the four-gamer or the three-gamer. It's pretty gross no matter where you're looking, but Pepsi, yeah. if you're playing on DK, at least you get the lock of all locks, and it's Trevor Bauer, right? Yeah, I absolutely love Trevor Bauer. I'm, I'm like his biggest fan here. So uh, I love Bauer. I want to play him as much as I can this season as the guy that I was drafting highly in my season-long leagues, for those of you actually like season-long. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love Bauer. Tonight. You know, actually like Aaron Sanchez a little bit, too. That Cleveland Indians lineup has looked awful. Uh, they played awful. I think as an SP2, I don't mind rolling both pitches out in that game. But um, DK makes it a little bit of fun having Bauer out there and, and kind of, you know, having that edge in the guys that don't play Bauer. But over on, on uh, one pitcher sites, uh, or the, not the one pitcher sites necessarily, like a Spanish draft, so two pitcher site that has the 7 o'clock start, man, it's ugly. It's, it's really only about playing um, GPPs there because there is just nobody in terms of pitching you can count on a cast games. Yeah, so fantasy draft, you have to roster two of these dudes. Like, you have to. Uh, Edinson Volquez, Matt Harvey, Max Freed, Hugh Darvish, who walked the entire world with his first start, Tyler Male, and Jordan Lyles. Um, yeah, that's going to be good times for sure. Everybody's in the same boat. Uh, Grant, uh, you know, well, let's talk about Bauer for a second. First of all, are you blocked on Twitter by Trevor Bauer? Because I know like 30% of DFS is. Uh, I don't think I am. Let me check here. Um, I thought me and him were on good terms ever since I drafted him in season long every single year for like five years straight. Why yeah, is Maurer blocking everybody? I'm out of the loop on this one here. Say it again? Why is Maurer blocking everybody on Twitter? So Trevor Trevor Bauer is very quick with the block button. and like oh, he, Maurer. He's, 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 okay. he's kind of sensitive, I suppose. But he's also like a, ba- a huge baseball nerd. He's like obsessed with pitching. And he, he, he felt like he needed to add like a ninth pitch. So he got himself like a, a, a curveball. Or, what did he add, Grant, in the offseason? The curveball or the changeup that he's working on? Or did he I don't know. The list is too long. He's yeah. always had the curveball, so it must be the changeup. He's always had a great hook. Yeah, so uh, Trevor Bauer, uh, you know, obviously here against Pepsi, you know, I know you got to take your homer hat off for a second, but the, this Blue Jays lineup is absolutely dreadful. It's yep. putrid. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Bauer, you know, what, 30% K rate in the last, last season, one of the top K rates the entire, you know, on the entire, as far as the slate, it's like it's heaven and there's everybody else. Again, this is DK specific. 
fans draft Yahoo, uh, Bauer not available. And I think you just got to grab those, lot, you know, quote-unquote guaranteed points, if, especially if you're playing – I'm not playing cash games. If you're playing cash games on DK, I cannot say you don't play Trevor Bauer. Um, Grant, Bauer, lock button or no? Yeah, just yes. Um, there's no real reason to go with anyone else. Uh, he, it's just he's by far the best pitcher on the slate. He has probably the best matchup on the slate. We can't trust a single person. There's not a huge amount of upside with anyone else outside of maybe Darvish or, I don't know, I guess, Freed. Uh, everyone's trash. Everyone's trash is a terrible slate for pitching. <laughs> you just go with Bauer. You lock it in. He's never. He's probably not going to kill you at all. And there's a hundred different ways where he ends up just ruining your night if he does well and you don't play. Yeah. Okay, so Pepsi, this is kind of a trick question. Who's your second favorite pitcher throwing baseballs tonight? Yeah, if it's if we're on DK, I really might go Sanchez and roll both guys out. Look at that Cleveland Indians lineup. Like I said, it's awful. I mean, who are you afraid of? I mean, Carlos Santana is a tough out, um, you know, but not really a double dawn potential guy. Jose Ramirez, we know he's elite, but slow start. The rest of that lineup is awful. The strikeouts in it, and they've been pathetic to start the year. Sanchez, a ground ball guy, looks healthy, looks good. He's dirt cheap. You don't need a whole lot. So for me, I'm going Sanchez as my SP2 on, on DK here. On FanDuel, it's been a struggle all day. I've really – I mean, I think I've been going all over the map here. I really have. There's nobody I love. In terms of upside for playing multiple entries and GPPs, I, I think Darvish has that strikeout upside we're aware. But, of course, like last time, he could go three innings and walk seven guys. And Atlanta, not a team that strikes out a lot, not a good matchup for him. Uh, Tyler Maley might be the safest option, but no real upside there. And I guess Harvey's got the strikeout potential versus a Texas team that strikes a lot. But Harvey, really? I mean, it's, it's, I mean, dude, I'm telling you, man, no cash for me on, on FanDuel for sure. It's a DK, a DK slate. It's a GPP slate, unless you're playing Bauer on DK, I think. And it's, it's a tough one. It's an ugly one, but it's part of the fun, right? We're all in the same boat trying to figure this out. It, maybe it's more interesting than ugly, but uh, it's not fun when dissecting these arms tonight. Yeah, Grant, uh, same question. Your second favorite pitcher tonight is who? It's probably Sanchez. Um, like, that that park has the best hitting conditions tonight. It's only going to be 46 degrees. The ball's probably not going to be flying terribly far. There's a little bit of wind blowing in from the outfield. Uh, Sanchez is going against a not-that-great Cleveland lineup. They have one of the lowest implied totals on the board there. Sanchez, he may struggle a bit with uh, walks, but – his price is cheap enough where it allows you to just pair him and Bauer and get pretty much everything you need here. Um, if you don't want to go with him, like you're basically just risking things with your SB two. like Freed has a potential upside just based on his K rate throughout his career. But we don't really know. We don't have a long lineage of him being a starting pitcher here. So he could end up blowing up or he could end up doing well. And he also doesn't have a great matchup. Darvish could end up walking seven guys here and it's not an easy matchup versus Braves. Harvey, do you really want to trust Matt Harvey? I don't think you do. Uh, Lyles and Molly, like, not facing good teams for if you're trying to get a bunch of strikeouts. Both of them have, well, I think, an 18% K rate and a 16% K rate versus perspective handedness of the pitchers. So it's, it's there's no good spot, and Sanchez has the best of the bad spots here and probably is the second best pitcher on the slate just from pure talent perspective. So... Yeah, it's Bauer and Sanchez. Anything else, you're just throwing a dart, which is what you pretty much have to do on every other site not named DraftKings. That's the tricky part. I think what Grant is saying is we should just play NHL. (laughs) 
Stack the Panthers, right? Is that what we're doing tonight? No, we're not doing that tonight. Oh, that's unfortunate. Lightning? I mean, you can always play the Lightning. Sure, yeah. they're in Toronto against my league. Should be a good hockey game tonight, but uh, you can always play the Lightning. I like Max Max Reed, you know, big pedigree, big prospect, and, like, he hasn't pitched a ton, obviously. And he, he threw an inning out of the pen the other day. I assume he can go, like, five innings today. I don't think he goes particularly deep, but, you know, we're looking at 24.4% K rate. Now the walks have been an issue, uh, about five per nine in his career. Uh, like, I think he could be okay. Harvey, in theory, could be okay against Texas. I believe Marzara got hurt last game. Not sure if he's going to crack that lineup just yet. I think it was just a contusion, so he may give it a go. But that would weaken the lineup to some degree. But, you know, Harvey, a little better, you know, than you probably think he is at this point. Because, you know, if you read Cheese's Million Dollar Abuse things, he used to just abuse Matt Harvey. But now he's like, I think even Cheese is like, I guess maybe we're going to play some Matt Harvey just because you have to play two dudes and the options are so slim. You uh, Darvish, like I was reading in the, in the spring training, like, of course, everybody says this. He's like, yeah, this is the best I've ever felt before. And then, <laughs> you know, he, that's like your spring training speak, best shape of my life, that kind of thing. But, you know, he's dealt with a multitude of injuries throughout his career. Uh, you know, blister he had in spring training. Uh, I assume who knows what the correlation is as far as those seven walks, but he was an absolute disaster last time out. And who wants to pick on the Braves anyway? A team that's pretty solid that doesn't strike out a ton. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's the that, that's the slate that's that's your pitchers tonight have at it have a good time and you know what pepsi let's talk about some hitters uh let, let, let's uh as far as this like the three game or the four gamer who's the the first uh, hitter or two you want to build your lineups around you know it's funny and this is the second time it's happened already in the short start to the baseball season we're not in love with the pitching so therefore with all these bad pitchers you're gonna love hitting right but i'm, I'm not in love with the hitting either today which is strange Obviously, the top play is, is Mike Trout. I mean, this guy is the, the best player in baseball still. He's got jack-in-a-bag upside. He's got multi-homer upside here. And, um, you know, you know, Edison Volquez, too, is a guy that's uh, you know, a contact pitcher. Doesn't have a big strikeout rate. Ground ball guy, a little above average ground ball rate. But we know that Trout likes the ball down. He smashes ground ball pitchers. This is just an ideal matchup for him. The Texas bullpen behind him is not great. And the best part about it is it's a night to pay up for Trout, but – you know, there's no excuse not to. Maybe aside from the fact that you're playing cash on DK and you want to get to Bauer, then it's difficult. Sure, but aside from that in GPPs or on cash on FanDuel, there's no reason not to pay up for him because your pitcher doesn't cost you much. So Mike Trout, far and away the best play today, and I will be 100% in terms of owning him tonight. So here's the issue with Trout on DK. Uh, DK's pricing so far this year, uh, there's no floor guys. All, all the guys that were like 27, 28, 29, 31, 32 – are all like five, six hundred, seven hundred dollars more this year. So you can't find those cheapies per se. Uh, the point being that if, if you're playing DK today, it's almost, I don't want to say, it's basically impossible to play Bauer and Trout in the same lineup. It's very, very difficult because there's not even like the, as bad as these pitchers are, there's not like a scrape in the barrel guy per se. Uh, so Grant, like if you're picking one of those two, like you have to pick Bauer, right? Yeah. Yeah. You absolutely pick Bauer because. I mean, you can find other good hitters. Like, there's some other decent spots. Chris Bryant is going up against a lefty. We all know his number. Freeman has a decent matchup versus Darvish. Like, Boer is in a good spot versus Volquez. Like, there's plenty of decent batters. No one stands out as a great stack. No one stands out as a great individual batter. Really, that much outside of Trout. But everyone else is trash. Like, it's all pitchers are trash outside of Bauer. So, you have to have him... I'm willing to sacrifice Trout to get Bauer in. It's just not even a question in my mind. 
So I just for fun, I put Bauer in there with Trout on DK, and I threw him the cheapest pitcher, Edinson Volkes, who nobody wants to roster, obviously. And you have just under 3.8 to spend per stick, which, like, again, wouldn't be an issue last year, but, like, all these guys are sort of priced up and just, like, getting – you don't have, like, those two five catchers anymore, really. Uh, you could do it, but you're really going to hate your lineup. But on the on the reverse side of that, though, Grant, like on, on Fantasy Draft or on FanDuel, there's no excuse not to have Trout. You almost right. kind of sort of have to have Trout, which I guess brings in the whole game theory of, like, you know, there's a 30%, 40% chance, whatever the math may be, that the Trout just does basically nothing tonight. Uh, you know, obviously – he's the guy you take, but it's baseball and the worst player in baseball could be the highest score. That's just how it works out in a one game sample. So what are you doing? You just going to lock him in there because you have the salary. You're going to be at the field. What's your take as far as trout where he's so easy. Uh, I mean, over on fantasy draft, I think there's a little bit more merit, but they don't really have a huge GPP tonight. So like you don't really need to fade him there. If they had their normal 10,000, $15,000 pick and not pick and roll. What is it called? What's the one called for baseball? I can't even remember. But in any case, like, it's not really worth that in small field tournaments and large field tournaments. It's absolutely worth it. But large field tournaments are over on DK and over on FanDuel. Over on FanDuel, I think there's more merit to fading Trout. Um, over on DraftKings, if you can fit him in with Bauer and you decide to go that reason you play him. But, like, yeah, there's your, if you can fit him in, there's no reason not to fade him in pretty much every single site. So you just throw him in and you move on there. It's called the home run, by the way. I, I, I was trying to think of it, too, but you had to jump there on the site for a second. Uh, Pepsi, what do you have for me as far as your take on trial? Again, he's super, super easy to get in there. It's, and if you're not paying up for any pitchers when power is not available. So what are you doing? Just locking him in and moving on or what? You know, that's what I said. He's going to be at 100% of my lineups. Mind you, I'm not playing a ton tonight. It's one of those nights that's, again, it's pretty tricky, and I'm playing multiple sports here tonight. So, uh, you know, I'm going to five laps or less per site here. So I'm just using trade across the board where I can. Again, on DK – where I've got Bauer, it is tough. And I got Bauer and Sanchez together. So when you put Trout in there, you're at $3,700 for player, which makes it all the tough. So I agree. And the Bauer lineups is unlikely I'm going to get the Trout. I may have some fun without Bauer just to get the Trout on DK, but uh, I don't really love that either. So likely fading him on DK and then playing on both Fantasy Draft and Fandle. Because like I said, there's just no reason not to go there. Yes, like, of course, he could always have the 0 for 4 night line out three times perhaps, but uh, – the odds are pretty good or as good as any player in baseball, but he's going to have the big game tonight. I don't want to miss out on it. So I'm going to go value a pitcher and I'm going to get shred as much as I can. All right. We're going to take a peek at our premium in just a second, do a screen share, just kind of give you a taste as, as far as what we have at premium here at Roto Grinders. Uh, you know, of course you have cheese's million dollar amusing amusing is like what five days a week. If he's not doing it, cards is doing it. The expert rankings, which we all partake in uh, crunch time with You got Roth as weather as well. The ownership percentage of premium podcast, which is on the, you know, in the morning time, expert survey, yada, 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 a lot of stuff going down. We're going to take a peek at it. just a second as far as the plate IQ before we do that. We're going to jump around the horn. One guy I wanted to mention before we jump around the horn, though, uh, are you in the barrels, Pepsi? You like barrels? Barrels are good. Grant, are you a fan of the old barrels? The chick, chicks dig the barrels, right? I, I generally drink beer by the barrel. I can see that. <laughs> oh man, so I, I jump them when the gorillas throw them at me. Or what was the who was donkey? What is donkey? Was he a gorilla, Donkey Kong? An ape? Uh, I, I, I think he was a gorilla. Okay, yeah. whatever he was. He wasn't a donkey. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's what I was. Isn't that the, that was the game? Donkey. Plus, I, I mean, technically, you're going back to the original game where he was. I can't remember what Jumpman. I think was the original game, uh, oh. and it wasn't actually called. Um, donkey kong there i think it later on morphed into donkey kong 
Well, wow, you're dating yourself. I don't know what Jumpman is. Like, you're older than I thought you were, Grant. I mean, it's not, I rarely play it. It's arcades. Near and near, do you just go to arcades sometimes? The uh, the point I was getting at was that uh, who led the league in barrels last year for plate appearances percentage wise? It's Joey Gallo. Like, he strikes out a lot, sure. But when he gets a hold of it, he, he, he gets a barrel 11.4% of the time. A barrel, if you're not aware, it's basically the optimal uh, hitting the ball at the op- optimal uh, exit velocity and, and launch angle. And also, it, just for fun, they lowered those fences out there in right field, too, in Anaheim. And also, he's facing the aforementioned Matt Harvey, who's had uh, really, really scuffling, uh, really, some, some tremendous issues versus lefties uh, since, you know, his last couple of years or so where he's been sputtering a bit. So, Gotta love Joey Gallo to bang one out. Maybe he's a pivot off a of trout. Of course, you can roster them both as well. Uh, let's jump around the horn. <laughs> we got a three-game slate, four-game slate, depending on where you're looking. Feel free. I guess we can add in the Blue Jays and Cleveland, although I don't expect many Blue Jays to be thrown out there. But Pepsi, on this slate or on any slate, who is your favorite catcher tonight? Yeah, just checking some of his lines here. I mean, um, I think it's Contreras. I mean, I know that, you know, we know that uh, Freed's got the strikeout ability, but Contreras versus the southpaw makes sense, hitting the no-bad order. Um, if you want to pay down a little bit, uh, Brian McCann, I think, is an interesting option as well uh, versus Darvish. The problem with Darvish, though, is that, you know, it's, it's hard to pick on him because he's got the good striker potential, which doesn't help you. And if he's walking you, that's not really leading to a lot of home runs. I guess you're hoping for him to walk the bases loaded and leave one of the middle of the plate for McCann to hit, I guess. But, uh, uh, yeah, that's probably what I'm looking at. If I'm paying up, I'm, I'm on Contreras. If I'm paying down a little bit, so I'm looking at McCann. I mean, again, it's a three-game slate. It's catchers. There's not a lot to love here. Yeah, you don't have to roster one on fans draft. You don't have to roster one on FanDuel, but on DK, they force you to roster one. Grant, do you have anything else Anything else to add to that as far as catcher? Somebody off the board, or it's just like, what? It's just bad. I mean, Cervelli's batting third, but okay. Yeah, I'm not sure he's any better than – he's going to get more plate appearances probably than McCann, but I'm not sure he's any better. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he'll go 0 for 4, and then Cervelli, they're going to go 0 for 3 or something like that. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's just really bad. Uh, let's jump to first base, Grant. You, you knocked that out for us. Um, Freeman, I think, is my top guy. Uh, Darvish, I know he's got a decent K rate, but Freeman is just the best hitter probably at first base on the entire slate here. Uh, if you want to go down a little bit or save a little bit of money, Bohr is not far behind him. Obviously has a better matchup going up against Volquez and lefty-righty there. Bohr is a very good hitter. Uh, I think he's a little underrated. Angels have a decent implied total. Bohr should be batting third, so... Uh, for me, it's either Freeman or it's Bohr. If you really need to save some money, you can go with Pujols uh, just because he's only 3-6. But, like, I, I, if I'd, I'd rather spend up with Freeman and Bohr, but I know that's a little tougher if you're playing over on TK and at Bauer. Everywhere else, uh, you you pretty much throw in Bohr or Freeman because you have the money. Yeah, Bohr starts uh, started off the season, I think, oh, one for 19. They rested him against the left of the other day. So now I, I expect to be back in the lineup against Volquez. Uh, I don't mind it. I mean, I'm not freaking out as far as one for 19. Uh, Pepsi, first base, anything to add there? Yeah, I mean, Boren Fanel at $2,900. He's, he's the, probably the play over there. And, uh, you know, if you can go to a Boren and, and you have a cheap pitcher to start with, you can easily get Trout and maybe a Gallo, who's also cheap there, and a few of these bigger bats here. Um, Freeman, again, you know, I like Freeman, obviously, but as I mentioned, it, it's the same situation. You know, is he going to walk a lot? Is there going to be home run potential for strikeout versus walk? a lot with Darvish so I don't know if I have to pay up for Freeman I think he's interesting in a brace stack but uh, I think Joey Votto might be a little safer to be honest in cash and, and bores that home run upside there I guess and um, you know another guy that's interesting is uh, Grant alluded to with the, the Pirates lineup and, and Cervelli hitting third Josh Bell is hitting four he's 3.9 DK so 
you're like I said a little bit. I, I don't mind that too much. I know about Pittsburgh order, but uh, again, we don't have to pick on Maui either. Keystone position, Pepsi, second base. It's all yours. Yeah, I mean, Odor is the one guy that stands out, I think, a little bit. You know, we want to pick on Harvey with lefties, and Odor's got the power. I should be hitting, what, third in that order likely, you know, somewhere in that area, maybe second. So, yeah. um, you know, on the road, maybe get that extra bat as well. Uh, Odor is probably the guy that stands out the most. Albies, again, is interesting. And they're brave in there because you walk Albies, he could steal a base at least, right? So I don't, I don't mind the Albies play there. And uh, we end up in just sort of this Pirates lineup here. Adam Frazier, yeah, he's leading off there. So, um you know, I mean, Frazier's not a bad option either because, uh, again, Malley's not a stud by any means. He's not a guy you have to pick on, but uh, you need a little bit of savings. And you might on DK if you're playing Bauer, obviously. Uh, Frazier leading off is not a bad option either. Worth noting, by the way, if you're checking out the Pittsburgh lineup, it just it just dropped a few minutes ago. Uh, if you're wondering why it looks different, no, no, no Dickerson. Uh, Corey Dickerson went on the uh, injured list, injured reserve, the I- IL. What is it called now? IL, uh, yeah. Injured list. I know it's not the DL anymore. So. The illness reserve. What is it called, Ben? Um, the illness reserve. Yeah, I feel like that's not the precise uh, definition, but we'll, <laughs> I guess we can work with that. Uh, anything to add here at second at Grant? Uh, you know, it's it's slim pickings, right? Albies in a stack. Frazier in a stack. Like, Pittsburgh's interesting. They don't really have a high implied total, but it's not the worst matchup in the world. And a lot of them are super cheap. Over, in, over on DraftKings, like, I think one of the chalk builds is going to be Bauer and a few different Pittsburgh bats in there because, I mean, you have, what, Frazier, Cervelli, Bell, Chuck, uh, Cabrera, all of which are under 4K. Um, so you mentioned if you throw Trout in there and you throw Bauer in there and you throw one of the cheapest pitchers, you can fit a full Pittsburgh stack in there um, and just move on pretty much. Even Gung at 4-1 isn't expensive. Either has got some horn upside. So I think Rats on to something there. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, we'll talk about – there you go. Hot corner, third base. Y'all go gung. Is that your favorite third baseman, Pepsi? No, I think that Chris Bryant's probably a better play. I mean, I don't hate Jose Ramirez, obviously, either. I know he's had a slow start, and Sanchez not a guy I like to pick on. But if anybody's going to get them, it's an elite lefty bat like Ramirez. So I don't, I don't mind that. Bryant probably gets the edge from you overall as a top play at third base. But, uh, yeah, I think gung's a little cheaper at 4-1, especially over there in DK. And uh, David Bodie who made it in the lineup for the Cubs as well. Where is he hitting now? He's hitting on a six spot. So there's some good value with a, with a power bat um, and the six spot for the Cubbies as well with a, with a nice matchup and platoon favor there. Grant, what do we have as far as the hot corner? Brian's my favorite. Um, outside then, it's basically you just run out of your stack. Yeah, we'll talk about the, our favorite stacks soon enough as well, too. I, I, have a, I actually have a take as far as stacks. We'll talk about that. Uh, shortstop, Pepsi, that's your position. Uh, you get to go first because you, you're the best shortstop in all Canada working the street. Uh, I think it's Baez. I mean, he's awful expensive. Andleton Simmons is not a bad option either, I don't think, there because, of course, all the Angels bats are in play versus Volquez in that bullpen. So looking to save some money. Simmons, I think, is a nice play. Baez is a guy I want to pay up for. I like him in GPPs. Um, not quite as much as Bryant, but I just think he's another right-handed bat that's got some big pop there. Also on DK, you've got Albies and Gung, who we've already mentioned, all the eligible positions there. We will be taking questions after a, a couple more segments here. Feel free to load them up if you're watching a, us on YouTube. Our, our producer, D-Train, he's going to be copying, pasting them, and firing them, us, firing them uh, our way soon enough. Uh, we'll take questions on baseball, basketball, hockey. PGA. PGA. John I don't Daly. know what I'm talking about with PGA. Just a fair warning. I want to just say John Daly. Uh, and, oh, wait. PGA already started this morning. I should know that. I played. Movies questions? Sure. Um, yeah. All right. So what do you have for me, uh, you know, Grant? Chime in here as far as shortstop. Uh, who are we looking at? Baez. 
uh, one uh, pretty much everyone that Pepsi mentioned, but um, I don't hate Elvis for the price. Should be batting in the Harley lineup there. It's not like Harvey's a great pitcher, and Harvey's yeah. probably going to be fairly chalk. So taking someone against him is not the worst idea in the world. Yeah, I'm going to yield to you as far as the Uffle, Grant. I don't know why I'm letting Pepsi go first every single time, but Grant, you're going to take first this time. And uh, got to say, speaking of uh, DK specifically, Shinsu Chu is going to be massively popular, assuming he uh, hits the leadoff here against Matt Harvey, 3.9K. He's one of like the better dollar for dollar plays. Uh, again, if you're you're gonna, you're gonna your lineup's just gonna come preloaded with Bauer and Chu. Uh, that's like your quote unquote optimal bill, but of course it's baseball, so optimal lineups, whatever for the birds. Uh, Grant, first base, what are you doing? Yeah, no, um, it's do you say first base? I mean outfield. Outfield. Uh, Maybe I botched that. Yeah, you probably did. Uh, but yeah, the 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 chalk guys are gonna be Chu, they're gonna be Calhoun, they're gonna be Trout. I think those are the main three guys. Calhoun should be batting near the top of the order, if not the top of the order here, and he's only 3,900. Same with Chu here. So just guys going up against not great pitchers with a platoon split. It, it's in cash. That's where you're going. That's your outfield. It's Trout, it's Chu, and it's Calhoun. That's your outfield pretty much everywhere in cash today. Um, outside of them, Gallo obviously has all the power in the world, and going up against Harvey could easily crush one out of the park. We already mentioned Bryant. He has outfield eligibility over on TK. Um, Martin should be batting at the top of the lineup. I prefer to use him in Atlanta stacks. Outside of them, there's really not a whole lot that stand out off the page. It's just basically rounding out stacks. I don't mind using Puig. I expect more people to be on Trout and Gallo than Puig just because of his price tag, so he could get overlooked here. Marte, not the worst idea in the world. Acuna, not the worst idea in the world. But, I mean, the, the, the shock guys are going to be Trout. Chu and Calhoun and for completely justifiable reasons. Just to clarify, you said, Martin, you prefer to have in your uh, Atlanta stacks. Did you mean, did you mean uh, Cleveland? Cleveland. Sorry. Fair enough. Uh, Pepsi, he named like every outfielder that's playing baseball today. <laughs> I didn't mention Schwarber, you dick. <laughs> okay. That's or Shevler. Or, or Mr. Steal Your Girl. No, uh, that's exactly where I was going to go to. I was going to take those two Reds lefties and Shepard hitting five and, uh, and Winker. I think they're in, uh, solid options. He did mention Acuna as well. And I like Acuna as that one guy that nobody's really on to have that big night. Again, I don't love to pick on Darvish, but the kid's so talented. You don't really hear his name there. So on a three-game slate, there's not a really a lot of a contrarian play. I think Acuna's interesting as a contrarian play. But uh, Grant's all over, man. He's right. It's, uh, it's Trout. You can't get there. It's Gallo and choose to achieve. But I will say Mazzara, if he does make the lineup, another interesting lefty bat for the Rangers, but I suspect he might not make the lineup. Yeah, who, I, I believe he left last game early, but I, they did say it was just a contusion, so who knows. Uh, obviously, he's uh, you know definitely in play, power hitter against Matt Harvey, who he may be rostering. Uh, can we say this, by the way, just as far as strategy, Grant, you're okay rostering a hitter against your pitcher today? Yeah, it's a, it's a three or a four-game slate with yeah. trash pitchers everywhere. You're not spit like I maybe don't want to use a hitter versus Bauer, but no one's going to have a great outing in all likelihood. And even if they do, they probably gave up a bomb anyways. There's no reason why a guy that got the bomb can't be in your lineup too against your pitcher. I mean, it's it's just a trash. So you don't really want to use like when you're going for upside, going with guys like Scherzer, like Bauer, um, like Sale when he actually gets better again. Like you're using not probably not using pitchers or hitters against them that often, but lower price guys, guys in the five to eight K range, you're entirely fine. Especially when it's guy like you Darvish that 
has huge strikeout upside, but he's going to get a few guys to – he's going to give up a few runs in all likelihood. So it, it's entirely dependent on the slate. And on a four-game slate, people still don't like to use hitters against their pitcher. So it actually gives you a slight advantage knowing that people probably aren't going to do that. And it's a different way to build lineups. Yeah, Pepsi, I'm assuming you feel the same way? Absolutely. And a short slate, I'm perfectly fine with that. And, and Grant made a good uh, – made a good recommendation in the, in the Hugh Darvish situation. Looking for strikeouts, you're looking for a win, a quality start, but if he's allowing guys like Acuna and Albies to get on base or some of these cheapy lefties like Inciarte, even that can steal a base in there too, uh, you can certainly get a couple of hits to stolen base, maybe not even get a run and still get your production from your hitters without hurting your pitcher. So, yeah, you want to do something a little different, I'm perfectly fine on these short slates rostering a hitter versus your pitcher. Justin got scratched, yeah. Yeah, uh, no smoke monster, so – uh, it just gets. I can't imagine they're gonna replace them with somebody better. <laughs> they already have Socrates playing. Socrates Brito's batting ninth for Toronto. Who are they gonna throw in there for? Uh, uh, I know Smoke Monsters been kind of sputtering a bit, but yeah, this lineup's gonna look absolutely terrible. Even worse for Toronto. Again, this is just for the DK, uh, you know, contest because that starts at six o'clock on the East Coast. But Trevor Bauer just should absolutely just smash. Uh, what, what is he? It's weird. It's a favorite today. Are they only – I'm refreshing now. I want to see the Vegas line. Why are they only minus 190? I guess because their offense is so terrible, huh? I, I mean, I guess. That's just – that's crazy. I think it might change now too. But, I mean, you know, she's made an, an interesting point in his article today, which is uh, well worth the premium package alone, his article, by the way. But I think he said if, if uh, Bauer was 2K more, he'd still be well worth it today. And yeah. I – if Bauer was 13-3 on DK tonight, I'd still be sticking Bauer in there. I mean, it's just – it just seems like a slam dunk if there is one for a pitcher. I think the reason why it's on, they're only minus 190, they're definitely a better pitcher in a better spot. But the thing is, it's only 44 degrees out. There's already there's a 6.5 run total. And so just by one random error can swing everything from one direction to the other. I mean, Bauer only has a 2.7 implied run total against him. But Sanchez is only at 3.7. The higher up the run total gets for the game, the higher the money line can go on both sides. So in a 6.5 implied total because of the cold weather and because of the bad hitting on both sides of the ball, it's not really going to get that high almost ever. I was going to pull up Roth's uh, weather tool, and I want to see what it's saying as far as what it projects for runs based upon the, the, the conditions there. And now I'm just like speaking random words as I scroll and try to stall and like get to that page. And I am there. Uh, and according to these weather conditions, according to the Roth's weather tool, based upon 38 games uh, with the current conditions, uh, minus 23.8% expectancy as far as homers, minus 7.4% as far as runs, uh, and minus 9.8% as far as ERA. So that kind of speaks to uh, the weather that's going down there in Cleveland, Grant. But yeah, like I just, what's Toronto's team total? That's actually, it's got to be less than 2.71. Yeah, yeah. 2.71. But again, when you're dealing with numbers that low, baseball is such a volatile sport where if one strike gets called a ball instead and the guy walks, next guy hits a double just randomly, and it can completely change the outcome of the game here. Yeah, Ross Weather, too. I believe it's a, a la carte as far as premium. Don't quote me that, on that, but I feel like that's how that goes down. Uh, let's take a peek at premium. Speaking of premium, let's do the old screen share through the magic of internet television and Devin being very savvy. Uh, the odds are 190 that you don't screw this up, by the way. <laughs> I'm, I'm all over to screw it up. First of all, I, I've done a, I've done okay with that, uh, you know, as far as – I don't think I've screwed it up just yet. Two for two for what it's worth. But I guess I'm due now, I suppose, the, the team due. Uh, yeah, we're taking a peek as far as uh, at Lineup HQ today. 
And Grant, we talked about it before the show. You said this is one of the first places you look. Obviously, we'll talk about Jesus core plays. You got Notorious gives his cash pool. Uh, SDL cards today is giving his tournament players. And Stevie will give you some salary relief. But uh, speak on Lineup HQ, Grant. Tell the people what this is if they're not aware of it. Some of it's actually free. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's fantastic. I mean, it's one of the best reasons to buy premium. But, like, you have everything you need in one easy-to-navigate area. You want to know who cheese is on? You just click the tag there and it tells you exactly which hitters, exactly which pitchers. You want to know who's to use for cash? Like, this is perfect if you're building a lineup 10 minutes before lock. You haven't done any research. You have everything you need for regardless of what type of contest you're entering. And then also has stuff like what are the rankings for consistent value rankings? Like, who's the top guy at each position? You can just scroll through it there. Who's going to be owned? It's also great for me, like, I create my cash game lineup. I'll go to percentage owned and like look at the top guys for cash. And like, there's there's always one random time where I didn't notice that there was a change in a lineup. One guy's batting higher. He's super cheap, and like I may miss him entirely in my cash game lineup. So I always go there to double check to make sure there's nothing I'm missing. So I just pulled it up. I'm on the, I'm on the pitchers right now. These numbers are obviously fluid, nothing official. But Trevor Bauer currently, this is DK specific. Four-game slate, you got to roster 25% of these dudes. Uh, Bauer's got a 58% ownership percentage. Uh, the other things it mentions, like, you know, obviously the totals in there, uh, the K-prop, I'll let you know. What what, what do you think Bauer, Bauer's K-prop is today, Pepsi? I was actually uh, – hmm, that's a good question. I'm going to say – The juice is on the over, by the way, so the number leans a little bit low. Yeah, I'm going to say something like 7.2, I'm going to say. I was going to say 6.8, went up to 7.2 without smoke. That's why it's always 7.5. Uh, it's always 0.5 because the difference between 7.1 and 7.9 is literally nothing. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's only round numbers. But it's seven. Yeah. The, uh, the total as far as K's for uh, K prop today for Bauer is seven and a half. And the juice is on the over. It's minus 155. And it also, uh, umpire data is in here too. Again, this is if you're a premium, you get the umpire data. Yeah. Uh, we have an extreme hitters umpire for Trevor Bauer. Are we scared? <laughs> uh it doesn't help but uh maybe another pop-up instead of strikeout but yeah we're not worried about that at all no yeah did you see that ump show last night grant in uh, in texas did you catch it by chance oh my gosh that was oh damn that was terrible that was that was horrible and someone said oh this is entirely normal this is <laughs> something that you see all the time here no no that was just, that was just trash that guy needs to be suspended he was horrible yeah, Pepsi, I sent, I know I sent the link to you as well. We, we discussed it briefly. Yeah. Uh, umpires are the worst. I mean, why are they trying to engage in arguments and, and coming across as these arrogant, tough guys? Why? You're supposed to be in charge of controlling the game and, and, and being, you know, you're kind of policing the game. It's not up to you to act like the bully. It's up to you to control the game and, and settle it. And I just don't understand why there's such a quick trigger finger to toss everybody. We were watching, it got us down the YouTube uh the the old uh, mouse drop there last night with a uh, bad umpiring videos and watching um who was Angel Hernandez who I think oh. is the worst ever the Boston Yankees ALCS and uh, it's hilarious because I don't know if it's the one game or it's back to back games but for sure the one game he blew three calls five in total they go to review five times on Angel Hernandez and he missed every one of them yeah I mean, both sides back and forth you know Boston challenge New York challenge he missed five straight calls in a row what a joke why I mean. It'd be nice to hear if we knew these guys were suspended or, or um, you know, or else they got fined or for things that they've done as well, because they should be responsible for their actions. I, I think that way. Anyway, I feel a little better knowing that, okay, he butchered that completely and then he was disciplined like a baseball player is. 
you know, you throw at somebody, you get suspended. If an umpire tosses a guy or acts like an idiot or misses five calls in a row, there should be some disciplinary actions here. But uh, we don't hear about it. I mean, there might be. They give them like a DVD after the game and tell them what they got right and what they got wrong, I believe. For whatever that's worth, I don't know what kind of disciplinary actions involved or you can only screw up so much stuff. But uh, by the way, one thing, another thing I was focusing on here, taking a peek, every single player has a, a premium, a plate IQ premium score based upon the matchup. And uh, I'm not sure if you all noticing or if you're taking a look at it, but all the lefties versus Matt Harvey at premium matchups. Joey Gallo's got the best matchup according to the, you know, the, the plate IQ premium score. Gallo, Chu, uh, Odor, uh, just a slew of lefties. And, of course, Justin Bohr, the aforementioned, they like him as well uh, on the plate IQ score. Uh, just to hit a couple of these things before we move on, Cheese's core plays, uh, this is not pitchers, but this is hitters. This is, of course, factors in salary. Uh, we talked about all these dudes, Cole Calhoun, Justin Bohr, Rudin Odor, Grant, like, you know, they all make sense as far as the salary, right? Yeah, yeah, they absolutely do. <laughs> Dynamite drop in, Grant. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'm trying to look through the umpire, MLB umpire CBA to figure out <laughs> what they can actually do about things. I can tell you're distracted by something. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, anything stand out? I'm not going to give the whole thing away, obviously, and there's so much other stuff as far as premium. Just gonna just giving you guys a taste if you're not aware. But Pepsi, you know, as far as the cash game pull for Notorious, again, not shocking, talking about Chew, talking about Adore, talking about the lefties versus Matt Harvey. And, again, we also kind of sort of, at least I think Matt Harvey's playable too because that is the nature of the slate. If you have a salary, you know, Jose Ramirez, Mike Trout make a lot of sense too. Uh, anybody else here that kind of jumps out for your Pepsi? I'm not sure. Are you playing along at home? Are you scrolling along with me or – yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm following along here. Um, yeah, I, I think they're on it for the most part. Like, like for example, in Cheese's core plays, you know, so he doesn't mention Trout in here because he's so expensive and site dependent, you might not be able to get him in. So the core plays are more evolved around, you know, the best bang for your buck and value and guys like uh, Bohr and Simmons and, and Calhoun and, and Gallo and Fano particularly. So I like the way they set that up as well. And uh, there's not a whole lot I disagree with up here. And I do agree with Grant. It's such a great tool. It's literally almost one-stop shop on this page. It's fantastic, and uh, it really covers it all. If you're not doing MLB Premium, I don't know what you're doing. There's just so many ways to get an edge here. It, you know, it's, if it's Jesus' article, lineup headquarters, uh, the plate IQ, it's an amazing, amazing tool. And if you're not paying up for it and reading this, you're just behind, guys. I love the plate IQ uh, especially as well, which you featured the other day. There's just so much stuff to dive into. And we didn't even go into, like, ballpark factors, which are on there, and – we're talking about Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh's a bad ballpark to hit in. And, again, this is another thing that's color-coordinated on here. We'll show, it, we'll show it to you tomorrow. How about that? But just kind of shows how uh, righty power kind of zapped as far, you know, for homers there in Pittsburgh. But it's, it's not good as far as lefties, but it's a little bit better for what it's worth. Uh, baseball, unlike any other sport, it's all about the actual place you're playing the game in. And, uh, you know, some ballparks are good for pitchers. Some are good for hitters. Some are good for lefties. Some are good for righties and vice versa. And these are things you absolutely must know. Uh, anything else here as far as lineup HQ? Well, let's close it up because you know what, guys? I, I can't believe we're saying this, but we're kind of, sort of, somewhat behind on time. Grant, imagine that out of three gamer. I'm not surprised you're at the helm. Raz. <laughs> <laughs> I got it on cruise control at like 22, basically. I don't want to. I don't want to go go above the speed limit here at all. Uh, I don't know what that is in Canadian there, Pepsi. I didn't do the math, but it's 31 kilometers an hour. Look at you showing off, man. I mean, right. you just divided by 0.6. Again, now you're making me feel – don't belittle me. You were throwing out big words the other day. Now you're throwing out math on me. Sorry, <sighs> I'm educated. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, let's close this bad boy up. Let's talk about some st stacks. 
Who are we stacking up today, Pepsi? You know, I wanted to say, you know, the Angels because, you know, I like Calhoun. Simmons is reasonable. Mike Trout's the best hitter tonight. But I'm not in love with it. I guess the Angels are playable. Uh, Texas, the lefties are obviously playable. Atlanta's kind of the one that I think has the most upside if somebody's going to explode tonight. If you tell me only one team scored 10 runs tonight, I'm going to start with Cleveland. Assuming that Darvish is off, he walks up. It's not Cleveland, so Atlanta. Darvish was off, he walked some people, and Atlanta's got the pop, obviously. So, But those are only the three teams that are really even interested in stacking whatsoever. I know Grant did mention DK and Pittsburgh being kind of cheap if you're going the Bauer route. I'm fine with that, but I just don't see a lot of upside in stacking. I don't think tonight is a great stack night, but I think Atlanta might be the best one if you're looking for something to explode. Yeah, I agree. Uh, like Darvish can absolutely get in trouble again, walk six or seven dudes, be out by the third inning, and that Chicago bullpen – uh, geez, I'm quoting somebody from Twitter today, but I think it's, it's obviously small sample size, yada, 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 but like 17 innings. I think it's 17 innings, 17 walks, 17 on run so far. Grant, that's bad, right? I would assume it's not very good. Yeah, that seems bad. It's the opposite of good. Uh, I, don't, I don't really know math too well, but. <laughs> <laughs> what is that in Canadian, though, as far as earned runs? That's a um, I believe an earned run in Canada is 1.7 times as much, so. It's, 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 it's somewhere around, I don't know, 29. It's why the Blue Jays bullpen ZRA looks way worse than it really is because it's in Canadian most of the time. Yeah, they use metric ERA, so it's, it's, it's actually divided by 10 instead of 9. Grant, what do you have for me outside of – you confirmed, deny as far as Atlanta. Is this a slate you feel uh, obligated to stack or it's just kind of like you're going 3-3-2 or something like that? Where are you at as far as – Stacking today. I, I say go balls out and stack fully. I think over on DraftKings, you want to go roll with a full pirate stack. It allows you to get Bauer and it allows you to get uh, Trout into your lineup there. Over on other sites, I wouldn't go with Atlanta just because you don't you, you have too much money anyways. Uh, my favorite stacks probably in order are Atlanta, then Texas, then the Angels. Texas, not because they stand out so much from a – like numbers perspective, but I expect a decent amount of people to be on Harvey and a decent amount of people to be on Darvish. Just because Darvish has the upside and Harvey's seems like the safest guy here. Texas has a whole bunch of different power bats that are decently priced that you can pair with some other good bats. So yeah, it's it's in order on non-draft king sites. It's Braves, Angels, and then Cubs to me. Pepsi is so excited to talk about hockey. They're asking hockey questions in chat. Well, I was going to ask you, Pepsi, maybe somebody else wants to know, but look at you. Look how uh, you know active you are knocking out the hockey questions. Again, uh, ask your hockey questions. Pepsi will answer them. Uh, basketball, baseball, we'll stick around and answer your questions in just a second. Start loading those up there in the chat at RG, at, at YouTube. If you're watching us on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. Much appreciate that. Uh, Dogs, who's going yard? Grant, three dudes, three different price tierings. Fire away. All right, so I'm not going to go with Trout because I'm not going to take the easy way out. Pepsi um, will, don't worry. <laughs> I'm going to go with, in the high tier, Freeman. Um, in the low tier, I don't know. What's considered the low tier anymore? These well, I just kind of eyeball it. You know, I'm just going mid-tier, mid-tier, mid-tier. I'm going Freeman. I'm going Bryant. And I'm going Frazier. I guess that's low tier. All right, Pepsi, see him and raise him. I think he cheated. I think you're supposed to give a guy for each tier. So I'll try to do it properly. I, well, I, technically, I went mid, middle tier, middle tier, and low tier. I, I didn't even need a high tier. I'm giving you the easy one with Trout. Yeah. After Dean specifically asked you for a dong in each tier, you decided to make up your own rules. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't care about Dean's dong once. 
Trout, the top option. Let's be honest. If he's not going to say Trout, I'm going to say Trout. He's the guy you're paying up for. I'll take Trout. Uh, Mid-tier, I agree with Grant. It's on DK, it's Bryant. On Fandle, it's Gallo, where he's a little cheaper. And then for value, again, DK, probably Calhoun. I don't love the home run upside there, but there's not a lot of value. We talked about that. And on Fandle, probably Justin Bohr is my favorite value player over there. Yeah, I was going to say Gallo. If nobody said Gallo, I had to prepare. But Pepsi, you got to hit up your, uh, you know, it's a, you're contractually obligated when you're on the show. You got to knock out the old jack in the bag. Who's going to bang one out and swipe a bag? Again, I'm going to go to Trout. It's too easy, I know, but it's, uh, it's uh, he's the guy tonight, man. I think he reaches base four times, which is what I said my uh, my uh, my hot take in the survey today. I like the home run upside. He can steal a bag. If you're going for value, though, a guy that Grant mentioned that I like as well, but nobody's really on, Elvis Andrews will be my value jack in the bag. Questions in the chat. Uh, let's let's you have a jack in a, a jack in the bag. Uh, Grant, you have that. I, I hesitate to ask that question to you. Uh, jack in a bag. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to figure out something. I'm going with Puig. Okay. <laughs> no, my, my brain went somewhere else. Uh, they're asking about the NBA tiers contest. I don't play tiers, but I did, I did pull it. Do you play tiers, Grant? Like, who's no. the best player today on the slate? Uh, you know, I'm going to go with Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, it's probably Giannis, but I'm assuming that everyone's going to use him at the top tier. This game could get a little bit out of hand. Both these teams don't have too much to play for right now. So if you want a guy at the top tier, which I do not currently have the tiers up, assuming Embiid plays, go with Embiid. Yeah, well, that's the thing. is uh, Embiid, we don't know he's currently questionable. Jimmy Butler is currently questionable. But they're the first game of the night. Like, all those guys that are questionable are the first game of the night. So we'll know beforehand. And like you said, Philadelphia is essentially locked in where they're at. They're not moving up. They're not moving down. I think they're going to be – Well, they're two and a half games up with four games to go, and – uh, there's two teams chasing them as opposed to Milwaukee where there's one team chasing them. So Philly has more of a reason to win than Milwaukee does. What about Giannis Antetokounmpo showcasing like his final, this is what I wrote in the, I, I mean, look, it, it was writing this slate up was really, really hard because a lot of things is just questionable enough in the air. And as uh, far as we know, Giannis said his ankle is good to go. And this is a national TV TNT game final pitch as far as his MVP case. Uh, I think he's currently ahead as far as, you know, the Vegas odds and, uh, I, I think, you know, I think he plays strong tonight and kind of relaxes the next couple of games. Maybe, maybe sits a couple out. That's sort of where I'm at. Uh, so I'm, I'm probably playing, you know, more Giannis than anything else. Uh, is that where you're at? Did I sell you on Giannis putting up, a, you know, an MVP-worthy game? Or eh? I'm, I mean, he's, he's, I think Vegas has him a three-to-one favorite to win it. So I think he knows. I mean, he's over 21, I believe, right now. You, you, you know the young one's age ages so i'll defer to you there but assuming- who are we talking about pepsi by the way what, what player are we talking about in the curiosity are you paying attention uh is this guy playing for the milwaukee bucks by chance he does who are we talking about Ooh, that uh yeah that uh, big tall awesome guy i have no idea how to pronounce his name i mean I, <laughs> i've seen some highlights i must admit he looks impressive and he's probably going to Take out my Raptors. Can they be my Raptors if I'm not really an NBA guy? I'll probably jump in the bandwagon. Well, look, this, can you name three Raptors? Three. Uh, yeah. So Kawhi Leonard, um, and you got Kyle Lowry, great brother. And then um, there's several other guys that I recognize right away, but I can't really <laughs> put them out on on those. Oh no, you know what? Uh, Jeremy Lin was just traded to there. There's a third round. Oh, that doesn't. That's a loop. Yeah. I, I mean, once I start watching the games, there's a bunch of guys that I recognize. So I'm really kind of an off and on guy. I so much hockey, so much baseball. I don't watch a lot of Raptors, but you know what? It's playoff time. And like a typical 
bad sports fan. I'll jump on the bandwagon and probably watch some games here. Are you a CFL guy? No, actually, I like the NFL. I, I can't stand the CFL, to be honest, even though it's Canadian. Just it's not good football, so no. Pepsi's a Steelers fan. He only can name like four Steelers. Are, are you an a- AFL? AAFL? AAFL? <laughs> no, no, I, I can't remember no, anymore. Not my football knowledge of watching has gone way down the last few years since I've been doing so much hockey content, to be honest. But uh, when I get a chance to watch, I watch the Steelers and I cheer for them. All right. Uh, DK, GPP, Pepsi, twofer. Marcakis and Bodie versus Socrates Brito and Young Ho Gung. What a question. Uh, Socrates Brito, one of the best names in baseball. Now he's hitting two stick with that uh, injury report. Oh, I didn't so see that. He moved I up. didn't catch the second in though. Gung and, Gung and Brito versus who? Marcakis and? Yeah, Marcakis and, oh boy, I lost the question now. Unbelievable. I had to scroll down. Oh, Bodie. I'm still not catching it. Bodie for the, for the Cubbies? Oh, I, I would go Marcakis Bodie, yeah. All right. Do you guys enough. think that they have in Toronto a so- Socrates burrito? Like <laughs> the Mexican place, I would absolutely make a Socrates burrito. It's, it's a philosophical burrito. Is that what you're saying? What, yeah. is, there, is there a better name in baseball right now than Socrates burrito? All time, Mickey Morandini or Casey Candel? Dick Trickle. He was Archie, a race car driver. Archie Don't care. Franco. Ooh, that's FP Santangelo. Yeah, this is uh, good. Like, you ready for this? Ready for this? FP Santangelo, or as his parents called him, Frank Paul. It's Frank Paul. Frank Paul Santangelo. All right. Uh, are we paying up for Bauer in tournaments? Like, I'm just going to play Bauer. Yes. Yeah, you're just yes. going to. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, this is three different names. I guess pick one of these three, Grant. This is basketball. Bagley, Harris, Bagley. or Nance? Bagley. Yeah. Uh, just as a word up, uh, word up. Just a word of caution, uh, Harris. They talked about him resting at some point. I don't I think like how Pepsi agreed with me on any basketball question. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love how he caught that because Dean isn't catching anything. <laughs> I, I did catch you. <laughs> I did catch you saying that. Uh, and Bead versus ABC. Like you were talking about playing the, I think the ownership game as far as tears, but uh, assuming Embiid plays, that last I saw he was questionable. I have not seen the body parts updated again. That is the first game, so you will know. But Grant. Uh, just as far as net points, ABC or Embiid? I mean, net points, I think it's ABC, but when you take in the $1,000 price savings, I'd go Embiid. And when you take an ownership, I'd go Embiid. Uh, top point guard tonight, I think dollar for dollar, it's Fox. Dollar for dollar, it's either Fox or it's Rondo. Yeah, well, Rondo is if, like you're running it back with a couple of, I would run it back with like Cousins. But again, this is another I thing. Mean, well, that, that's the thing. The, the spread on the Sacramento game is nine. It's only four less than the Golden State game. And if Blakers are getting blown out, I wouldn't be, I'd be more surprised if Fox stayed out in a blowout than I would if Rondo stayed out in a blowout because Lakers just don't care. Yeah. I mean, it's national TV and they're 13 point. But have you seen the report? This, this, this actually went down right before he went on air. Uh, it was Rick Buecher. He said, unless that was like a fake account, like I got to swerve. Somebody got me on Twitter that apparently Durant to the Knicks is a done deal. Do you see that? Yeah, I think that was yesterday. I started hearing stuff about that, and uh, it was it was some interesting stuff. I mean, I I would love to see him in New York. I want to see Golden State not automatically win things. So, yeah, yeah, it would make it more interesting, I suppose. And I, I would imagine he wouldn't come alone. He'd probably come with, uh, I don't know, Kemba. I don't know who I don't know who we'd be paired with, but so I would imagine somebody else that's a that's a big name. He wouldn't come by himself, right? That would. That's also not Katie's style. I mean, well, after the, what was it, Porzingis trade, they dumped enough salary for next year where they have enough to give out two, super, two max contracts. So, yeah, they, they get someone else. It's the Knicks. They have 
they don't really have talent, but they have money and they have the market. So they get KD, they end up getting someone else. Uh, Pepsi, they want Pepsi specific, uh, Durant or Ben Simmons. I think they're asking Pepsi or they're just asking them Jack in the bag. No, that's two, that's two separate questions, but side note, Pepsi, Durant. No, they want to know a Jack in the bag between Durant and, um, Ben Simmons. So who's going to hit a bomb from downtown shooting and who's going to get a steal? Not Ben Simmons. He (laughs) It's clearly Durant in that case. There you go. Uh, is Pepsi a tragically hip fan? Absolutely. I love the hip. Uh, best Canadian band, by the way. This is not even up for debate. Nickelback. Well, no. Yeah, Nickelback. Who's the like, most popular Pepsi, band? Pepsi secretly really likes Nickelback. We had a whole conversation about it. Uh, I, I didn't mean to expose you on that one. Are Pepsi. you Nickelback guy, Pepsi? I can listen to Nickelback. I mean, am I, I love to Nickelback. I'm not, I thought that was the only one. He had yeah, that purge, just like the lead singer for a while. Yeah, he hated on big time for uh, by the Americans, I guess. But yeah, Nickelback's good. I, I like the hip even more. Well, the best Canadian band, it's not even a conversation. It's Arcade Fire. Why would we be talking about this? No. Yeah. Uh, let's... <laughs> They're talking about Ricky Henderson in chat. What's going on? What, Pepsi, what are you talking about in chat? Somebody here? is asking about a dynasty MOB question where he named like a Frank Thomas, Duke Stadler, really amazing. I'm taking Ricky Henderson. I mean, the year that he stole 130 bases, he wraps up the steals category, still has 20 homers, steals 120 runs, or scores 120 runs. Drives in runs. I mean, Ricky Henderson has like that. If you got to count SBs, which are tough to come by now, Ricky Henderson is your best fantasy player of all time in one year, maybe. This is the daily fantasy game. sports. What do you <laughs> think we the care top about is today? Not the what are, what, today. Who are the top ten selling Canadian artists of all time? Top ten. Well, Nickelback well, would be uh, up there. Hip, well, no, it's got to be the, the Beebs. Bieber's got to be on there. Beebs number eleven, I think, right now. Oh. Okay, so or, hip, no, this Nickelback. was two years ago. So he's probably in the top ten. Nickelback. Uh, uh, Alanis, Alanis Morissette. Alanis yeah. Morissette. Uh, oh, Celine Dion. Avril Celine Levine. Dion is number one. There it is. Shania Twain is number two. Michael uh, Buble, number three. Who's Tragically three? Hip, number four. Buble. Uh, Sarah McLaughlin, number five. Nickelback. Oh, that commercial gets me every time with the animals. So sad. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. If you want to cry, yeah. Uh, Diana Krall. Don't even remember who she is. Avril Levine, number She's eight. Yes. Our Lady Peace, number nine. And Brian Adams, number ten. I've seen that lady piece like three different times for some no particular yeah. reason. That is not surprising. Nelly Furtado coming in at 22, by the way. Did you not realize? <laughs> what did this show just turn into? Uh, I'm going to reference the, the, random, the random YouTube where uh, you mentioned the wormholes there. Uh, you mentioned Avril Lavigne. You ever see like the, the, the conspiracy theory that she died like 10 years ago and she was replaced? Oh, by- yeah. It's- yeah, I think they have the same thing with Katy Perry, too. Yeah, I mean, I look, I'm all for a, a music. Katy Perry, she's ruining American Idol. What is going on there? I mean, American Idol was ruined a long time ago. That being said, I never watched any American Idol. Pepsi loves American Idol. <laughs> I'm more of an America's Got Talent guy. I like, yeah. I like versatility in what I'm seeing. I don't want just singing. I want everything. I watched the Howard Stern years because I like Stern, but otherwise I didn't watch. I, I can't watch it. I'm a big Howie Mandel fan because I love Deal or No Deal. Best. That's no, no skill. It's the dumbest game. Like, there's no skill. Like, I, well, I, I said a team. Yeah, but it's the, but you don't care about skill. I don't need to see skill. I want to see entertainment. What How are you a DFS team? player and you don't care about skill? I don't want to see skill. I don't want to watch. I'm not going to watch a TV show that is just a guy watching his own lineups. 
What I mean, just happened? This is know. what happens when we know. Don't know. And I, mean, I, gotta, I gotta throw the voice in there too. I love music in general. So the voice, America, they're still pretty cool. Howie Mandel, I, I'm not even interested in him on American Got Talent, I'll be honest. He's Canadian, by the way. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. Is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's betraying your own country. I see how it is. Yeah, he's a waste of time on there. He's got no opinion on anything. Oh, uh, yeah. Robin Sparkles is one of the best Canadian artists. I don't know who that is. Robin Sparkles? Yeah, you know. Is that a pop star? I got, I got nothing. She was a teenage pop star. Um, I believe that she married. Who did she marry? I mean, in real life, Stephen Sparkles, Karen Killian. Um, but in why can't Barney Stinson? She married Barney Stinson. We got a, a basketball question here in chat. Uh, Grant a Sterling Brown with Pat Connaughton and Fandle. Would you be willing to play them both? I need some dudes out. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think you want to. I, I don't think I'm doing that. Uh, Pepsi, you ever see Trailer Park Boys? I believe those guys are Canadian too. Yeah, I watched a little bit about that. Not for me. I, I mean, I might have watched a couple episodes for a little bit, but it's just, uh, yeah, that's not, uh, we don't have those areas in my neck of the woods here. But They uh, have an animated series now. And fun fact, I actually saw them in concert. <laughs> Somebody says in the chat, Frazier question mark? Not sure if this is an NBA or baseball show. No, I believe it's actually talking about the show Frazier. <laughs> like we talking about Frazier now, Kelsey Grammer? Well, you can't talk about Frazier without talking about Cheers, which is one of the best sitcoms of all time. <sighs> Never seen an episode of Cheers somehow. Don't know. Don't know why. What I've seen, it's fine. I haven't seen a lot enough of it, but I assume they're asking about Adam Frazier, not Todd Frazier, and not uh, you know Kelsey Grammer Frazier. So uh, Adam Frazier was leading off versus Tyler Molly. Uh, what are your thoughts there, Pepsi? I mean, Frazier's fine. We mentioned him for value there. A, a part of a pitcher's stack, sure, and for value in general, especially if you're trying to get to Trevor Bauer, which is a must. On DK, Frazier's a nice play. Uh, Crane just logged in. He says uh, Robin Sparkles is the goat. Yeah, we're talking about Robin Sparkles. She's fantastic. I don't know. Let's go to the mall. Is that like her? Yeah, yeah. She had Let's Go to the Mall. Let's Go to the Mall. Um, I believe Colby Smallers is 42. What? (laughs) I love how confused you are. It's beautiful. I don't know who she is. I think you're just making names up at this point. Um, all right. Here, oh, here's a basketball question, Grant. This is for you. Uh, I assume this is a twofer, but like, there's no space. Harris and Bledsoe versus Middleton and Butler. Butler questionable by like, what it's worth. Yeah, I mean, uh, it all depends on it. Assuming they all play, I'd probably go with the first one. You agree, Pepsi? Well, I mean, I like the name Bledsoe for sure. Back in the day, I was a Drew Bledsoe fan when he was a Patriot. So I, I love the name Bledsoe. You know, my oh, mom you... went to high school with him. Drew Bledsoe, really? Yeah, Wall Wall Washington. Not the same years. Um, I think, I think she was there when he was a freshman. Maybe, or maybe the opposite. How old? How old do you think I am? How old do you think my parents are? I don't know. <laughs> That's a trick question. I think I'm staying away from. It. I think Grant is probably in his early thirties. You, you are correct. Yeah, but you you were asking about his, the, the parents, right? That's an even trickier question. I, I would say his mother uh, looks a lot younger than she is. She does. I took. I tell her that. See, got it. Nailed it. Boom. Pepsi. Uh, Tyler Molly or Max Freed. Um, Mainly, if you're playing cash or an, as, as an SP two, and Freed, if you're looking for upside in a GPP, because he can explode too or implode. Uh, Grant, top shooting guard, Fanduel specific. Oh, gosh, I didn't really look at Fanduel almost at all today. I'm not playing NBA over on Fanduel. I, I, ask the next question while I I, I look things up. I'm, I'm actually that. pulling up my personal rankings right now, so I'll let you know what I have. But uh, no, it's I always a he... pissing contest with you. <laughs> Muncy Bogues was he a point guard? 
He was a point guard. Um, I'm going with Buddy Hyde. Buddy Hyde. What was Bugsy? What was Bugsy Bogues' real name? Pepsi. I have no idea, but uh, I'm taller than he is. Ty- Tyrone. Uh, let's see. Let's move on. Uh, am, am I a homer for going with the Atlanta stack? I, I'm assuming this person's from Atlanta. Uh, I, I, that's my favorite stack. If we're stacking them yeah. up, uh, Atlanta's my favorite stack tonight because you Darvish, he can very well just not be able to find the plate again. And that bullpen's been a disaster so far. So that sounds like where you're at as well, Grant, too. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I did some weird things this morning for on FanDuel because of Devers getting ruled out or the lineup coming out late. And the only other first baseman was Nunez or Ruiz. I have a whole bunch of uh, Josh Flegley, and he is crushing it right now. Vaguely planted. <laughs> two for two. <laughs> is Fareed worth a play on DK? Kenneth Fareed? Who's Fareed? Who am I missing? Is that, oh, that must be Fareed. The, the Max Fareed, I'm assuming. Is that spelling there? I, I guess so. It okay. must be. And yeah, of course he's worth a play. Again, he's got the upside. He can implode just as bad as anybody, but he's got some strength. I mean, it's, it's talking about the Atlanta stack, so I'd assume. Yeah, he's not worth that hard to follow, Dean. <laughs> not, not hard to follow. Well, there's a basketball player named Kenny Fareed. It's not, it kind of confuses things up a little His bit. His name is yeah. Kenneth. Well, yeah, well, there's close personal friends call him Kenny or Ken. Yeah, he answers to whatever. He's pretty He's pretty a casual. Just throwing D-Train under the bus there, of course. Uh, all right. Do we have anything else? We were sticking around. I was trying to make it for an hour and a half, an hour and 20 minutes. We do have to yield to crunch time soon enough. I believe crunch time is uh, 5.30 on the East Coast. That's Roth and Cardi. They answer all your baseball questions at your premium. Uh, if you're playing basketball tonight, 7.30, it's Roth back for a second dose of crunch time, along with Meansy. They'll answer again all your questions. Uh, let's see. Is it a good idea to stack Cleveland and Sacramento with Cousins? Is that a good idea, Grant? Yeah, that's not a horrible idea. I mean, no games projected really stay that close out of the Milwaukee Philly one. You don't know really what they're going to do there. It's not a horrible idea. Words. I'm just, just reading every question as a pop question of like Caruso versus Kelly Clarkson. That's that's Caruso. Jordan. Yeah, Jordan Clarkson, of course. Uh, you got to take Clarkson over Caruso, correct? Yeah, I'm taking Caruso. Pepsi, you confirm? I like Kelly Clarkson. I think she's good in the voice. I think she's a genuinely friendly person and very talented. You know what? What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Is that one of her songs? Um, stronger is one of her songs. That's one of the lines from the song. How do you not know this? Come I don't on, listen you know? to the radio. Like I listen to, you know, I listen to. No, 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 you don't even have Spotify. No, you I have YouTube. Dude, you got to get out more, Dean. You got to get out of the apartment. You're living in Nashville. You have no idea where you are. That apartment could be anywhere. Get out of the house sometimes, my friend. Who wins the WWE Championship? I know this one. I think. Anybody know this? Pepsi? I'm going to say Jimmy Superfly Snuka. That's my contrarian play, but it's it's tough to go against Andre the Giant with his size. Both those guys have passed Snuka recently, and also he don't even he had a whole murder thing too, which the Superfly's had a bad run the last five years or so. Uh, you ever uh, take him, Grant? I think The Rock wins. Uh, he's the highest grossing, grossing actor right now, so I think he wins. I think it's going to be um, – Kofi Kingston, that's who's going to win. There you go. That's a real person. That's oh, who's what, you win. think you're better than me? You think you're no. better than me? <laughs> I had to redeem myself. For Do like, you really want to use? I'm going with Seth Collins or Seth Rollins. I mean, who's Seth Collins? Um, I don't know. Who is Seth Collins? <laughs> I think, is, has Devin, are we still in the air? Has Devin cut us off yet? Are we still going? Have they not cut this feed yet? <laughs> I, don't, I think we're. Guys, so- we might have not been talking to anyone for the last like ten minutes. <laughs> but it was time well spent, no? 
yeah, we're just joking. <laughs> letting us know we're still alive. If no one beat, who gets the biggest bump? It's Boban. But what I'll... is the cost of a, of a Grand Old Opry ticket here in Nashville? Do you think, what do you guys think the chances of me having seen the Grand Old Opry? So, uh, yes, I've been here less than a year, but, you know, 10 months yeah. or so? I'll say I, mean, I was there for a week and I bought a ticket. I've seen you get up, like, the two times you actually left your house, I saw. And that was just in the last week. So, I'm assuming you haven't been to the Grand Old Opry. I will leave my house if, like, friends are visiting. Oh, is that why you left the house for me? He only has two friends. They don't live in Nashville, so I guess he's not going. Yeah, they're both on this show. Yeah. (laughs) Jamino, our, uh, you know, our ownership extraordinaire guru. Uh, Pepsi, this one's for you. No butter tarts or no Lindor ever again, which you got to give up one. Francisco Lindor. Or, yeah. or butter tarts. I mean, I'm disappointed to hear about Lindor, but and I love Lindor. He still might be my favorite player playing right now, but uh, I can't go without the butter tarts, man. That that is just I just can't do it. So Lindor, see you later, my friend. I'm sorry. Can you send me some butter tarts? The problem is, and I've had people request it, and I've looked into it. By the time it gets to you, and you're in Texas now, it's not only mad expensive, but they might not even be fresh. So it's almost like. I can't send you butter tarts that end up banged up and beat up and not fresh, and then that wouldn't be very good. I wish there was a way to do this cheaper and keep them maybe frozen until they got to you. Like, what's what's the best butter tarts brand? Well, I go to a bakery that's called Maid's Cottage here, and apparently oh. they're the best butter tart in Ontario back-to-back years. What a snob. How highfalutin is that? I'm in love. I'm in love with them, and um, it's not a brand. It's a, it's a bakery. But uh, Is it better than banana pudding? I think it is. I don't even think it's close. Have to you it. had Hattie B's banana pudding? Because I know not. one of your friends really likes it. I love pudding. Don't get me wrong. I can I can do the pudding. But uh, one of these days, we've got to meet in the middle. Maybe we meet in Nashville one day. I bring some butter tarts. You bring some pudding. And we can let everybody decide. Oh, I'm, I'm in. I mean, if, if, if it's in Nashville, I'm willing to go. Yeah, for sure. It's right on the corner. I'm on I that. Mean, you're not invited. This is just a meeting. Oh, well, that's just got awkward. Uh, can the Rockets beat the Warriors in the playoffs? I don't. They had their best chances last year, and then Chris Paul got hurt. I, I don't think they can. I mean, they can. Uh, I don't think they will. They Yeah, it's, it's very, very unlikely. Can they, anybody uh, touch Golden State again? Like, even even Milwaukee State? Can anybody touch this team? I don't think so. They need an injury. They need, no Durant fun. needs to go to the Knicks, like, tomorrow. It's just no fun. <laughs> I, I don't think so. I mean, I, look, you need high three-point variance in the favor of Houston for them to be Golden State. I don't see that happening. Uh, Pepsi specific as far as the 9 p.m. NHL stack. I guess there's different slates for hockey tonight. Have you checked that out? So 9 p.m. and later, I would say that it's probably Colorado. Strange because that only gives you three games tonight. But I like Colorado in general, so I'll say Colorado. And if you want another one, I'd pick one of the uh, Sharks' top two lines. Oh man, they are really digging deep in basketball tonight, Grant. They're asking about uh, Quinn and Jarepko playing the blowout angle. No. I have not considered those guys. I don't uh, what's the best? Uh, this is a good one. What's the best Arnold movie? Uh, Kindergarten Cop. That's that's a good one. I mean, honestly, there are so many. You, you, do you go action or do you go more comedy? I It might actually be True Lies. Uh, what is the best Arnold movie? It's definitely not Batman Twins. and Robin, where he's Mr. Freeze. Twins. I'll say it. Twins. Oh, that's that's more of a Danny DeVito movie. No, it's both. It's It's a joint vehicle for the two of them. I feel oh, like man. I'm missing another movie. Like Predator, Predator's great. Um, there's always the Terminator series. Total Recall was fantastic. Uh, I'm not an Arnold guy. Like I'm impressed by his story. It's absolutely insane. Like his, it's like his Wikipedia page is more impressive than missing anybody else. He came to a foreign country, learned a language. You know, bodybuilding champion. He became governor. It's absolutely insane. 
but like his movies are like whatever i don't really care for him it's not for me i i, I love his movies his he, at one point he was my favorite actor who's it now uh dane devito <laughs> so how is twins not your favorite movie <laughs> i mean it's because it wasn't them at their best What's peak Danny DeVito if not twins? It's always sunny as peak Danny DeVito. When Dan, when Danny DeVito kind of gave into his weird off the wall stuff, that's when he got great. And by the way, peak Danny DeVito is the best casting of all time. Was Batman? Is, what is your favorite game you play with Danny DeVito? Remember we ran this trivia, this trivia contest once. And tell uh, yeah, you just any movie you switch the like. What movie would Danny DeVito be best in? And so far the two best ones I've heard, or three best ones I've heard, is replacing him at, with, Ru replacing Russell Crowe with Danny DeVito in Gladiator, replacing Vin Diesel with Danny DeVito in Fast and Furious, and replacing William Wallace with Danny DeVito in uh, Braveheart. <laughs> Did something change with Golden State as far as the body parts they're saying in the chat that Quinn Cook is a solid value play? What am I missing here? Unless, unless something's changed. As I mean, far they're as playing the blowout angle, right? I, I don't Livingston's think Livingston's out, but I, that's... he's still going to play like 15 minutes unless the game gets really out of hand. Like, I don't get it. What am I missing? I mean, <laughs> Devin's <laughs> he's, he's the yanking us off the stage. He's giving us the boots. This, this, uh, this show has definitely run its course. Pepsi, you have any words of wisdom for the people? I, I saw Emac in here. He wanted you to sing. Maybe you have a don't drop too many bars because we might get hit up with copyright, but uh, maybe you can sing to the people. I don't know what's in your minds. Maybe we should do maybe a little hip, right? It gets so sticky down here. Better butter your cute finger up. Is this Nickelback? What is this? That's the hip for him, man. Oh, I thought for sure you'd fire up some Nickelback. Grant, top that? Look at this photograph. <laughs> How you remind me. Uh, all right, that's the show. If you guys stuck around the entire time, congratulations. We appreciate that. If you're on the YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. Hey, how about this? Uh, hit me up on the Twitter. I'm going to give away a T-shirt. Uh, predict predict who hits the first song tonight in baseball, starting with the uh, the Cleveland's. Yeah, the first game, starting with the Cleveland game. You get Why don't we do it game? starting with the Cincinnati game, so it's two at the same time. I guess there might not be a home run in the first oh, game. That's a good point. Yeah, because, well, they might. How many home runs are we going to have tonight? Uh, um, in the later games, a lot. In the early one, not many. But it's a skill game. That that's the thing. It's like Bauer's not going to give any homers, right? I don't think, unless you think Socrates is. is I mean, Aaron Sanchez. I don't think has given up more than one home run in what eighteen of his last nineteen games. Whatever it is, but fire me up on the old Twitter machine. You can include the Cleveland game if you want. It's a skill game. Uh, first dude to predict the now. If it's a duplicate, it's the first guy that gets it. You don't have to follow me or anything, and I'll, I'll make sure you get to you get yourself a nice, comfortable Roto-Runners T-shirt. How about that? Uh, with that, we're going to step aside. We're going to get out of here. Crunch time is coming on in about 15 minutes or so. Exactly. I think it's uh, 5.30 in the East Coast. Want to get all technical? That's Roth. That's Cardi. You got Meansy and Roth as well for basketball at 7.30 tonight. He's Pepsi. He's Grant. I'm Dean. Thanks for watching. Thanks for sticking around. We're out of here. Oh! Take it.